aliens exist and are they among us? Are weird creatures lurking in the darkness? Do evil entities hide in the shadows of your bedroom while you sleep? Join us as we explore all this and more on the Warped Reality Podcast. What's going on, all my fellow horrible review hotties? It's your boy, Ghost Joe. This is a very special episode of the Warped Reality Podcast, a bonus episode, if you will, uh, that'll be placed right in between the regular show. But this episode is going to be a little different because it is all about Edgegrave Dave's experience at the Monster Mania convention. And I'm not going to waste too much time because Edgegrave has a lot of great things to share with us uh, from the people he met uh, all the way up to some tips on how to go about surviving some of these cons. So without further ado, here's my buddy, Edgegrave Dave. Hey, what's up, fellow grave diggers? Edgegrave Dave here with a very special, horrible review What we are going to discuss on this episode are conventions, or as some of you call them, cons. I just came hot off the heels of Monster Mania 52. Now, this is a convention that I've been going to for about the last five or six years. Uh, I I call it tri-monthly, although I don't think that's really a word. Um, The reason why I say that is it's usually done in March and in August. This is the first time that I have seen one in November. It does draw some very big names. And before I get into that, I just want to say, you know, spooky season as of right now, is behind us as uh, at the time of, of this episode, Halloween was pretty recent. But you know it's always spooky season here on the Warped Reality Podcast and on Edgegrave Dave's horrible reviews. So here we go. Let's get into it. One of the main reasons I just had to go to this convention is because, and I promise I will discuss this in a future review, A Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors, 1987, one of my all-time favorite movies, not even in the horror genre, just favorite movies. The special effects, the storytelling, what Freddy Krueger came to be as a pop culture icon, although not everybody agrees with a lot of the of the humor that happened after that, but I, I think that it's fine. And all the actors that were in that movie that just made it what it is today and it also has one of my all-time favorite lines of the whole franchise is welcome to prime time bitch Eh, pretty good right i mean it's no robert england but i do want to focus on the con though itself now terrifier 2 is a movie that i have recently reviewed on previous episode here terrifier 2 main cast is here jonathan elliot fulham sienna lauren lavera david howard thornton art the clown and the director damian leone i met them all except even though i got a photo op with art the clown himself i didn't have a chance to talk with art the clown himself because that line was wrapping around just about as long as robert england so as i've said in the previous episode he is filling in some very big horror shoes and he did come from a film where icons are born so extremely once again proud of how that movie's doing at the time of this recording terrifier 2 is still in theaters and it's still kicking ass so 
yeah, I'm very, very proud of everybody that has anything to do with that movie. Now, getting back to the con, a couple of things that uh, I do want to mention. When you're going to a convention like anything else, it's always good to have a battle plan. You know, just like if you're booking a vacation, just like if you're doing any event or maybe a concert or a sporting event, it's always good just to research it a little bit. Um, one of the things that always helps me is I always kind of run through the list of who's going to be there. Who do I want to meet slash get an autograph with slash get a photo op with? Now, the cost of these things, it can get expensive. So budgeting as much as you can is important, just as you would with anything else. It's uh, always a good idea to just kind of write down or maybe if you're on your phone, if you want to make a smart list, if you will, of just kind of feeling out what exactly that you want to do, because it's definitely your time and the lines do fill up very fast. One of the things that I very much enjoy doing is getting there one hour early. There's usually at a lot of these things, there's a pre-admission pass where you can you can pay just a little extra. It's not too bad to get there one hour early for the doors opening. This could allow you to actually jump on a line, meet the actor or actress of your choice. And if they're there, then you can knock that out right then and there. There's a lot of merchandise. I mean, I, I, I see things here that you just can't find anywhere else. I saw this, this one guy that had custom movie posters where he made it 3D. He almost made like a diorama and he put lights in them. And this one that I saw for The Fog was just incredible. The way that the light shone through that, uh, somebody else made coffins with movie art on it. Some of it were movie posters. Some of it was just uh, original ideas based off of movies, all the way from Universal Studios monsters like Dracula and Frankenstein, all the way up through Jaws and slashers like Freddy, Jason, Michael, Chucky, and now Art the Clown. You name it. You know, that, that was there. You can get T-shirts. You can get, you know, candles, all kinds of, of things. If you've ever been to Comic-Con, uh, it's, it's a very similar thing, although not as, as much uh, of a large scale, although that's huge, too. And I have actually worked a booth there in the past. And I'll, and I'll, I'll tell you, I give respect to each and every person that is even a vendor there. Now, these actors do work very hard. Um, they, they have to stand in one spot the entire time, and they they just really give their all to these fans. Nobody rushes you. Not that I saw anyway. Uh, like, lines just wrap around. You know, but being respectful is, is also something very important to keep in mind. You know, there's all different rules. Some of them also accept only cash. Some of them do accept cash or credit card. Uh, some of them don't want a video taken. Some of them actually do not want photos taken. Um, you do have an, an option at a lot of these to get what's called an autograph and photo combo. That means that you can take a, a picture with them right at the table. Now, this is different than a photo op. A photo op is something that you really 
want to plan out. A photo op is a professional photo taken where a picture is printed out about a minute later right then and there. And what's super cool for this one is they give you a digital download at no extra cost at this particular con. That means that even though that the picture prints out, you can save it right to your phone. And then you can do with that picture as you wish in high resolution. In the past, I think it was like an extra $15 to have that done. It's very important, and I cannot stress this enough. If you're going for one day, as I did, I wouldn't do more than three photo ops, and that's a very good rule. The reason being, sometimes these photo ops do take a little extra time than advertised. There is a printed schedule. It's right on the website of all of these things. Usually comes out about two to three weeks before. So do plan accordingly. If you have a photo op that's at 125 and then there's another one that's at two o'clock, you know, there's not a lot of time in between to jump on an, on an autograph line. So that might be a good time to use the restroom maybe get some food you know if there's not a very long line but just make sure because when it's last call they do mean just that last call is last call so if you miss that person they will do their best to maybe upgrade you to a different actor or actress but they can't accommodate that all the time so absolutely keep that in mind in this particular con, I, I did meet two people that I had a photo with, Devin Sawa and also Art the Clown, David Howard Thornton himself with the director, Damien Leon. Man, that Terrifier 2 is just steamrolling. I'm still very high on that on that movie, I, I must say. And the conversation that Damien and I had was just awesome. I mean, a uh, former Staten Island resident, just as I am. So we were kind of talking about that. Uh, both of, of the kids from that movie and I was talking with Elliot and two parents from Little Punk People. Uh, Sienna was just, you know, I, I, I congratulated everybody. As far as the Nightmare People, I got to meet every single patient from Weston Hills, with the exception of Kristen Patricia Arquette, who was not there. But man, it was great meeting Joey, Kincaid, Philip, Jennifer, Will, and it was just you know, Taryn, any any questions that you have, they will definitely answer them. One of the things that I also just wanted to quickly mention was uh, Ira Hyden, who did play Will from Nightmare 3, the kid in the wheelchair, that's the wizard master. Uh, he did play with his, he voice acted Little Stay Puffed in Ghostbusters Afterlife, and he did sign something for my daughter, which was very nice and at no extra cost. So thank you very much for that, Ira. Philip, who was in the movie Bradley Gregg, one of the cool things was after I said my story of when I was seven years old and I was expecting Scooby-Doo, which I told everybody, and my father brought home Nightmare 3, he told me that when he was very young, he saw a film called Bad Ronald about a kid that's in the wall and there's a house. And I will definitely have to check that out and probably review that one as well. So thanks for opening up my eyes. Joey Rodney Eastman, you know, I actually might be hard to believe now. I had a pretty bad stuttering problem when I was very young in my youth and his character Joey was mute through most of Nightmare 3 and he had to gain the strength 
the fight, Freddie. And that kind of helped me in a way. And he said, you know what? It's great that you can find different connections and positivity with these characters. Uh, Jennifer from the movie, Penelope Sudro, just such a sweetheart, you know, and just talking to her about her scene with uh, the welcome to primetime bitch. <laughs> Had to say it again, didn't I? Yeah. Um, you know, just how we're discussing it. And, you know, I, I just asked them all if they knew what the franchise was going to be. And of course, you know, for them, it was, it was, it was a gig. It was, it was work, something that uh, they were doing as, as probably a stepping stone in, in their career, but they all built something very, very, very special. And with Heather Langenkamp, Nancy herself, I did during the photo when we're taking it, they said, okay, guys, like instead of say cheese, like let's say like dream warriors. And then of course, you know, being me, I'm like, you know, ain't gonna dream no more. <laughs> it was just, it was just awesome. So Devin Sawa too, just great guy. And he's uh, currently, he's in he's several different characters on, the Chucky show, actually. Great show to watch, by the way. And he played Casper, Idle Hands, Final Destination, just all great movies. And he's a very, very down-to-earth guy. Just had a, a terrific time talking with him. Another thing to note is there are many items that are okay, and then there are some items that are not okay. In most cases of what I have seen, just about anything and everything can be signed. I've seen people with weapons. I've seen people. Somebody actually had the popsicle house that Kristen and Nightmare 3 created, and they had that signed. Somebody actually had the bath pillow that Nancy uses in Nightmare on Elm Street 1. It was a different color, but the same type of thing. So that's always very interesting to see. Uh, the horror community in general is a very nice, welcoming, giving community. When you're there, even though that you're among strangers, you're really there amongst friends. And it's just so cool. You know, you see a T-shirt that somebody's wearing or if you're online to meet somebody and there's somebody else there, you can immediately just start talking with that person about the movie. I mean, I know that I can. And uh, as, as my wife can attest, I don't shut up anyway. <laughs> so I had a really good time uh, talking about these films with the people that were on the line. Um, just have fun with it. That's the most important thing that I can say, but be prepared as well. You know, um, financially, just make sure that you put enough away because uh, a lot of these things, you know, uh, do eat it up quickly. And, you know, you just want to make sure that most importantly, that you're you're there to meet the person or take the photo with the person that you had chosen. So have fun with it definitely check it out this is a really excellent con it was spread out very well i think that the expo center uh right outside of philly once again was done very well i also do like the cherry hill layout that i've been to in the past it's in a hotel come in costume or don't it's totally up to you but you will be in there with welcome arms so cons are just awesome just do your homework have a great time and as always just be safe out there all right. Back to you, Ghost Joe. Hey, thanks a lot, Edgegrave, for that awesome review. Yeah, uh, I've never actually been to a con. I'm going to have to, you know, maybe meet you at one of these things one time because I'd love to meet some of these horror movie people as well. I definitely would have loved to have met Patricia Arquette. I'm a little upset that she wasn't there. She's kind of a horror movie crush for me. I love that lady, even when she was in Medium as well. And uh, Stigmata. Don't forget Stigmata. She was great in that as well. 
But um, yeah, I have never been to a con, but I have been to the NAM show, which is for those of you that don't know, I'm a musician. I play guitar. Uh, Dave is also a very accomplished singer as well. Um, but I had been to the NAM show, which is a huge music convention out in Anaheim, California. There's also one in Nashville as well. And uh, I met so many, so many of my idols. Uh, it's it was amazing. Thank you, uh, John Rochella, for uh, ta- you know letting me tag along for that for those two years. That was incredible. Uh, the one person I didn't meet that I really wanted to though was Slash. But again, like uh, Edgegrave had said, uh, Slash's line was freaking ridiculously long, and uh, there was no way I was ever going to be able to to meet that guy within a freaking week. As long as that line was, it was insane. I'd also like to point out that I think it's pretty amazing that somebody from an, a horror movie uh, inspired you uh, when you were when you were a kid. I think that's pretty amazing. That that just shows that you know the horror community, the the heavy metal community, the music community, like that. You know, it's is very open arms, and that's that's what I love about the podcast community as well. It's the same thing. Um, and oh, by the way, I'm going to have a full interview with Edgegrave Dave uh, coming up soon. So that should be really fun. He's been my friend for so freaking long. And I know it's definitely going to be a fun and interesting interview. By, by the way, uh, Edgegrave, I did want to point out something to you. Um, you had said that the Ark the Clown, which, I, I mean, I'm, I'm talking up that movie as well, too. I mean, all three of them. All Hallows Eve, Terrifier 1, Terrifier 2. Freaking amazing. If you haven't seen it yet, how many times do we have to tell you guys to go see these movies? They're awesome. They, they, they just tick every freaking horror movie lover's box. It's, it's incredible how great they are. But um, you said that when you had taken a picture with Art and you met him, he didn't say anything, but... Uh, He's he's a mime clown, so maybe maybe that's why. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, just just a just a thought. But uh, yeah, if anybody has ever been to a con and would like to share their experience, please eight four five six hundred zero seven four four. Leave me a voicemail, or if you have a paranormal experience you'd like to share, questions, comments, or you just want to curse me out. 845-600-0744 and check out Warp Reality Podcast on all of your major podcasting platforms and warprealitypodcast.com. So I hope you guys enjoyed this little short tidbit of a show, a little bonus show for you. And yeah, uh, next week, it's the Christmas episode and it's going to be an awesome episode. I'm going to have an interview with Mr. John Wright, who is a member of MUFON. He's a history teacher. He's a paranormal investigator, and he makes furniture. This man is awesome. You're going to love his outlook on everything. We talk about Bigfoot. We talk about aliens. We talk about all sorts of things that you're going to love. So please check out next week's episode, the Christmas episode, coming out December 24th. So have a great night, everybody. Have a great week. And stay safe and stay spooky. 
Thank you for listening to the Warp Reality Podcast. And thank you to all my guests and contributors that helped make this show possible. For more episodes, guest info, social media links, merch, and more, please check out WarpRealityPodcast.com. If you have a paranormal experience you would like to share, questions, comments, or you'd like to be a guest on the show, please leave me a voicemail at 845-600-0744. Or you can email me at ghostjoeny at gmail.com. You can do so anonymously if you'd like. Also, I'd greatly appreciate it if you could leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or WolfRealityPodcast.com. Have a great night, everyone, and don't forget to change your shorts.